Listen to Ink Studs on CITR 101.9 FM. My guest this week is Julie Delport. Um, she is a cartoonist from... Are you in Montreal? Yeah, I'm in Montreal right now. Are you from Montreal? Um, no, I'm from France. 
Oh, okay. I live in Montreal for eight years now. And her latest release, <laughs> or only release in English, is a journal from Koyama Press, as well as you mentioned you had a short story in um, one of the smoke signals. Yeah. Desert Island. Um, but you're pretty prolific in French. Um, so there's yes. a lot of stuff in French for folks that read stuff in French from, um, what's the publisher? Um, in French, there is like books at Colos, which is like a small publisher from Montreal. I have short stories at L'Employé du Mois and in like a few zines. And I have my own zines, like Le Dernier Kilomètre. But there is also other short story than the one in Smoke Signal in English. Um, there is like things I published in uh, Sundays and also like in Kus, the, the last number of Kus comics. Oh, that's right. That's right. Which I forgot to grab. <laughs> <laughs> you can find things, uh, but yeah, the most uh, important is Jonas, no? Um, and then you also do a French language radio show about comics. Is that out of one of the universities in Montreal, or...? It's a... yeah, it's a radio from a university where I never studied before, so it's just like we we had, a, like, the possibility to do it on this on this radio. Um, and so we, we did it. <laughs> <laughs> well, why don't we uh, kind of jump into your comic background. You mentioned you're, you're originally from France. Um, what brought made you want to come to Canada then? Um, were you a cartoonist at that point in time? No, no. Eight years ago, I I didn't draw. I, I didn't draw. I was studying in journalism, and I did an exchange with Montreal, um, and then I decided to stay because I found a job. And uh, later, I I just gave up journalism, and I I studied in cinema studies. But I was studying comics in my cinema studies, like my, my thesis is about like autobiographical comics on the web. And uh, yeah, I, I was, I took, I started the radio show before I started to do like comics. And it, it, it was like five or six years ago, uh, five years ago, I think I, I took a workshop, like just thinking uh, I would do that for six months trying to do my own comics, but then I, I, I like it and I, I just like keep on going to draw and finally I became a little more like able to do publishable publishable things. Can I say that? Like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what um what kind of autobiographic work were they showing you in school? Oh it's just, it's me, um I, I decided to study the one I, I wanted it for my thesis, but uh, yeah, in school they never showed me uh, and anything. It's just that I was studying cinema, and then when I when came the time to choose my subject, I wanted to talk about like autobiographical comics. But what was the analysis you went through for your thesis then? Um, like, did you have like a particular angle you wanted to cover because I mean thesis I mean that means there's an argument right uh, yeah um, I wanted to see what um, 
because I don't know in the anglophone scene, but in the francophone scene, there was a point where the critics were writing things like there is a crisis in autobiography. We we are we are a bit fed up of it. There is too much of it, and also it's not like it used to be. Like in French in the 90s, uh, there uh, there was like a a new thing that was not new for the states, but for French uh, read readers that was new, like uh, l'association and everything. Mm -hmm. that, that became uh, the point where uh, in Europe comics were recognized that as a literature, like high literature things. Uh, with autobiography, with Persepolis, uh, this kind of things. And uh, so that that used to be like a very good thing, autobiography, and no, it's n it, it feels like uh, it's not good anymore or something like that when you read some of the text or what people say. So uh, it's about that, like what changed, and I, w I wanted to see uh, if the blog and internet was part of what changed in the autobiography thing, scenes. Mm -hmm. well, it was more about like francophone uh, writer, but I, I, I tried to um, make an, an analysis of uh, like things from the 90s, uh, like Fabrice No, uh, David Dreschler, and, and, and uh, with a like a blogger from No, but there uh, I think Margot Mota is, trans is translated, but there is also uh, Penelope Bajeux. They are like uh, famous. They, they, they are famous in France uh, for their blog, and I wanted to see the difference of uh, the two and if you can still call them autobiographical work and uh, what internet change and all the um, all the the work that you can read the, the theoretical works about like. Web comics, they are all the time they focus on the form, what changed in the form, like, uh, oh, you can put animation, uh, you can uh, have like this infinite Canva. Thank you. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, well, maybe, but it doesn't seem like so interesting to me. I wanted to focus on what internet can change in the content. Are you telling the same thing on the web than on your books and things? I don't think so. So I was like studying that, and my conclusion is kind of we don't know if, in yeah, that it's not like black or white, but it's just like it's really more difficult to tell intimate things on the web than on a book. On a book, you're more in a book, you're you're more secure. You have more distance. Mm -hmm kind of things. Did you find that um, there had been a change in how artists were approaching autobio with the... Sorry, say it again? Uh, did you find like uh, cartoonists were changing how they were doing autobio work, even if it was just for print? Or is that too generalized? Uh, I think there is like a, maybe um like a stereotypical, a stereotypical way of doing like autobiographical comics, maybe mm -hmm. like some characters of, uh, you know, we, we've known like uh, Joe Matt, uh, all this kind of people, like the, 
the a bit creepy cartoonist, not very sociable. Maybe there is like something like that that are reproduced, and even like it's 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 funny because no, you read like work who are not autobiographical, but who play with that image of the cartoonist, like Pascal Girard when he uh, wrote Re Reunion. Yeah, the uh, Reunion. It's presented as an autobiography, but it's it's not like I know him. I know it's not an like the story might be a, a slightly autobiographical, but that's not him. Like he's not so clumsy or so goofy, <laughs> more like normal dude. And but he plays that character that people like constructed before. So there there is like interesting is interesting things about that. It's like the Woody Allen thing where he presents himself as this kind of fumbling buffoon, but in reality, he's very intelligent, collected. <laughs> Maybe. I don't think <laughs> Allen in the real life, so I, I can say, but... Yeah, I think, like, autobiographical works are changing a lot from that. <laughs>
I'm going to ask you the question everyone asked me, uh, why you chose to do a radio show on comics. Uh, because at that time I was reading so much uh, comics and graphic novels, and I was a journalist and I loved radio, so it's not possible to do like professionally, or I didn't find the way <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> to do like a radio show about comics and be paid, so I just did like one of my own. and. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> and I read a lot. I read like I started to read a lot of comics because I, when I was a teenager, I used to read a lot of literature, like books without images. And then I had like uh, like some um, uh, how do you say that? Like attention disorder. Like I was not able to read so much because my mind was not focused. But I discovered that I could with um, comics that I could come back in uh, in reading so much with reading comics. My mind was like more done for images and text, may maybe. It was easier to focus. Mm-hmm. Because I, I'm from the television and internet generation, you know, so I, I'm, I'm pretty sure that comes from it. You're I used to be able to read more of just text, but. Uh, I don't know, maybe like the anxiety of the adult world. Uh, that's okay. I've, I'm, I'm not the internet generation folks, but I seem to be uh, stuck with reading too many comics on enough uh, book books. So, <laughs> uh, what's the name of your show? Don't <laughs> Yeah, it's it's it means like in your balloon. Like in it's a it's a game like a play uh, with the word uh, balloon. We can be the speech balloon, but also like uh, the bubble. Like when you are in your bubble in French, dans it means like you are a bit dreamy and you're not connected with the other. You're just in your world. And do you still do the show? Yeah, yeah. With co with co-hosts or primarily just you? Yeah, we are three now. We used to be two, and now we are three friends doing it. It's very like casual. It's not so serious. <laughs> we have a lot of um, technical problems, but we are serious about the, the critics, but not yeah. so much about their journalistic or radiophonic like technique and everything like that. <laughs> um, do you guys kind of each bring different works you want to talk about each week, or do you kind of agree in advance what you're going to talk about? Uh, we try to agree so that we can like uh, both have read the same things and can like talk about it together and sometimes we don't agree so that's interesting uh, so we 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 try to 
to tell to each other, okay, what, uh, what, what do you want to talk about, and what? It's also what we have, like uh, one of, like two of us are working in a bookshop now, so that's like more easy, you know. But uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And then you said it was while doing the show that you took a workshop on making comics. Um, I wonder if you could talk a bit about the experience of like doing this and kind of wanting to jump into comics from that experience. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I always dreamed about doing comics. And uh, I I thought I was not an artist. I thought I was not able to draw. So I I didn't thought of it seriously. And I turn around like doing that radio show and doing studies um, a thesis about that and uh, yeah so um, probably that I I think I always dreamt ab about it but never dared to do it and the workshop uh, it was with uh, Jimmy Beaulieu which is a, a quite famous author in Montreal mm -hmm. he did um, I am a big fan of his and he was very um, en encouraging, can you say that? Like Encouraging? He, yeah, encouraging. Like he, he would see my work and, and was like pushing me. And uh, so that, that was cool because maybe if he hadn't do that, like there was another author after we did the workshop. I took the workshop like three times maybe. So David Turgeon was another one who was giving the workshop and when I was in the workshop with David Turgeon he even said like oh this I was like writing a little story about my childhood and he said that's that's a really good story we should publish it and we did like a kind of uh, zine book uh, it's a little book with the collective colors and that was published uh, with uh, colors so I was it was just one year I was doing comics and I had this little book uh, so that was a great chance, and I think I, with that I, I was like, well, I, I should keep going. Even if the book is very naive and uh, has like very childish drawing, but it's about a childish story. Uh, so that that matched together. But after I improved, and and then that happens like that. <laughs> <laughs> I was interested in one of the things in your book. You kind of talked about like while criticizing other people's work how do you feel about your own and it's interesting when you come from being a critic and doing your own comics and I'm wondering how you kind of resolve that well you never resolve it like um, I, I need other people to tell me it's good because if I just like look at my work I feel like it's not good <laughs> 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 yeah well I see you I see everything with not good. Like I see, oh, like the book I'm working right now on, I, I'm like, well, I the story is not even strong, and this part I'm not sure it makes sense. I don't know. I'm I'm very hard with myself. Um, but uh, yeah, it's yeah. I've become more. Uh, maybe less mean also in, in my critics and it, it changed a lot the way I critics works and I, I'm more conscious how hard is it to draw and uh, I will be um, more critical about like perf perfect perfect stories or drawing who are, who are empty in uh, 
content or I would be, yeah, this is beautifully made, but do, do we really care about that? Mm -hmm. Do we really want to read that? Or is it like a commercial job that works, but that don't add anything to the heart or the life of the people? And I could be more like, yeah, this is not like perfect, but this is, uh, there is something really interesting, really new or really, uh, you know, like when the author put him in danger, that's, that interests me a lot. It kind of gives you a different angle of how yeah. to understand the work. Mm-hmm. Now, the journal, um, was that your, did you, when you were doing that, did you think one day you'll transition this into a book? Or was it, because it's a very personal volume, like... You talk about how people are less personal and more private when they're posting online, but I feel like this is a really personal book. Yeah, I think I was trying to do some... As I was criti criticizing people for not being too much intimate or too much true to themselves, like, I tried to be very true and very, like, frank and uh, this kind of thing, so... But I, I don't know if I was thinking of the book uh, for sure, I was not so much because all the pages were in different size. <laughs> so I was like a, a kind of trouble, but it might be also just because I'm quite messy when I work. Um, maybe, maybe, maybe I was like, oh, that, that would be great if someone wants to do it. But I was just more doing it also as a like day-to-day -day thing. Like it's not. Um, there is no uh, scenario, there is no, I didn't write a story, I was just talking about myself like when I needed to talk about it and that had more like, um, uh, it, it has like a bit of a therapeutic thing, therapeutic thing, like... Therapeutic? Yeah, when I was doing it. Um, so does this kind of capture a particular point in time from your journal? Like is there stuff before this before that, sorry. like the the journal starts in what February of 2011 um, is that when you started doing online journaling or had you been doing it already and this just kind of the book starts then no that's when I started before I would put some drawings sometimes short stories or but that's when I started to do like uh, my real like autobiographical work and that's when I started to use color pencils also. So that's really when my style started, I think. Come and your bow, shoot your Clouds will explode into rain. Birds are asleep down by the Over hearing, 
One of the things it, that really struck out to me, one of the first notes I made about the book, which is interesting uh, when you talk about kind of your research analysis, is it really felt like kind of modern blogging in the context of comics, like of autobio comics. Like I felt like I was reading someone's blog, like someone's like diary blog, but in the form of comic. Does that make sense to you? Like, I mean, it's obviously what it is. Yeah, but in French, uh, in that's true. Maybe I don't know so much the... I, I know some webcomics in English were more um, jokes and everything like that. But in, in the Francophone scene, there is a few people who do the diary online also. Mm -hmm. But it's, it's like, it's not, it's not easy to see someone who is like really talking about like what there is in his mind really like uh, like no in in Montreal no she's anglophone too Sophia no does it like she 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 goes pretty far in like the the way she feels and everything but it's it's it feels like it, it's not like so common I don't know maybe I'm, <laughs> I'm not knowing everything um as you did it um 
and you're posting online, did was it like pretty immediate? Um, here's your experience. I'm gonna draw this, and then I'm gonna put it online. Yeah. Or did you allow some time to pass? No, I was really immediate. If I would have like let let time pass, I would not have published anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was more like a non. I I did I I had to not think of it to do it. So it was. I was trying to imagine no one was uh, reading this and no one was seeing it and why did I put it in <laughs> it online so I don't know maybe I I thought yeah I'm not going to think that there is readers but maybe this is going to to be read and I'm going to become an author with that I don't know it's, it was like a paradoxical thing but um, yeah, the, the the experience was immediate. I would like uh, sit at the end of the day and try to um, resume what was the feeling of the day, um, and then uh, I put it online as soon as I I drew it. It it's amazing how yeah. kind of raw the book is. Like I really feel like it's the emotions are so kind of in there and um, probably one of the amazing parts of the book to me is your kind of ability to kind of work through those emotions in there. And you mentioned earlier it being like uh, therapeutic. And I wonder if you can kind of elaborate that a little more because you're going through, uh, I guess, a pretty intense breakup when you started the book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, it's, it's, well, it's a good uh, word to describe what I was doing, uh, both in the drawing you are really well. There is no sketch. It's just like I draw in color pencil on the pages. Mm -hmm. And row uh, in what happened because there is no filter. It's just like every day this happened. But um, what I wanted to say... Uh, yeah, it's not so... Um, because uh, when people does not know my work and they heard about it, they are like, oh, this is going to be like uh, too much or um, un like... And then they are like, well, she's not telling so much things. No, I'm pretty also, like, I'm not talking about the other people so much. They are, they are preserved. And, and it's more like universal thinking about love, anxiety. It's more things that people can rely on it. But it's my life, but I don't feel like I'm giving the details of my life. I'm more like trying to find the universal emotion or something yeah. like that. I, I write, I realized that I write a lot like I would be writing uh, lyrics of a song and most of the lyrics of the song that the author, the singer I like, they feel like they are autobiographical, they feel like they are stories that they had experienced but it's, it's most of the time it's about emotions and uh, feelings and this kind of thing. It's definitely very amazing how, um, it's it, like you said, like it's very lyrical. Like I've, I felt like the way you're able to kind of synthesize and bring down to like a very, like the raw imagery and the raw words in this kind of minimal way together. Like it really works nicely, like complementary. I don't know if that's so much a question as much as a, <laughs> a complimentary well. statement. Um, what was it about uh, the pencil crayons themselves that 
really worked with you and were able to kind of be a creative tool? Because you said that's when you started using them. Yeah, um, they were, they were, I was like at a, at a party with a friend and he had, he had a big box of uh, Prismacolor with him and I tried them and at the beginning I was not even like, oh, I'm not sure. And then I tried them again and, and I kept them forever. But um, I, it's also that I felt like I was not able to draw like the things nicely or I would take, like when I was drawing in black and white or if I go back to drawing in black and white, in cray with the pencil, the crayon, like the how, how do you say that? Just like a, like I don't draw in with ink, never. I mm -hmm. draw the, so when there there is no color, like it takes me so much time because I try to make nice drawings or uh, like perspective or proportion will work, and it never really works. But when I draw in, in color pencil, I feel like the the colors are important. And I feel like it's much more nice, nicer, even if I'm not a very good artist. Like technical, technically, I'm very bad, but I can like uh, I don't know. It like the colors com convey something. Yeah, I mean, it's a <laughs> you know you have these like emotional reds and these yellows, and I can see what you mean with that. Um, part oh, also, also with the color, sorry, I cheated you. Um, yeah, well, the thing I'm I'm saying like it's not it's not like it's so sad, but it's a lot about like anxiety, breakup, and everything. And I feel like colors also they help to like to let feel me and the reader that everything is not so dark. Like it's okay. That's life. I mean, life is so hard sometimes but it's also beautiful with all that color and sadness can be beautiful and uh, everything is not black and white but with nuances and <laughs> during this time while you're making uh, this work you went down and I guess you did the residency at White River Junction at the school yes. there and I'm, uh, I wonder if you could talk a bit about that experience of um, kind of going to small town Vermont for the winter <laughs> well, um, the f the f the first like four months, like from September to December, that was great. Like I was so happy and uh, everything was fine. After I get a little depressed because of the winter, but also because of personal stuff, and I was like, um, it's 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 hard because it's small uh, when you are not used to be in small places. And also, I was francophone, everyone was like anglophone, so I had a bit of maybe mal du pays, how do you say that, like when you are far away from your language and everything. Mm -hmm. um, but the school is great, I mean, it was like a great experience, I, I'm, it gave me like, a, I met my publisher there, she came to visit the school, Anikoyama, and that's how she discovered my work, and uh, also I, um, there is like a, Sometimes I would I would go to to follow classes with the students. So mm -hmm. there's a, a class that I did with them who was like a children book doing a children book, and I did like a project of a children book that I sent to publisher and who was published by a, a publisher in Montreal in French. So I I own them like a lot. Like White River was like the school is like a, um, such what such a good place for me to to develop my heart 
and to yeah I was not a professional when I came there I was I I well I was not and I was not seeing myself as well but when I after that year at the school I was oh, okay no I'm I'm an artist I'm a cartoonist I I do I did a children's book that's pretty amazing with the children's book come out of a class project yeah <laughs> <laughs> Uh, did you take a lot of the classes or just certain ones that were really particular to what your interest was? Yeah, certain, just the ones that I wanted to to go, like the children's book one. And so how does the residency work? They kind of put you up in a house, in a, an apartment there? No, they, gi- they, uh, they gave you a studio with um, that you share with other students and um, and you you do a little lecture about your work at a point, and uh, you also are part of the community, so you're welcome to uh, be part of what you want, like uh, the class, the project, the and there is like a very good um, place for like printing your zines and learn to do like your own binding if you want. There is a screen print uh, studio also, this kind of thing. And when you are like the they call it the fellow, the the resident. Mm-hmm. And, the uh, fellowship, have, yeah. Yeah, it's a fellowship, and you have access to what you want. And uh, and I know the the next one, um, the next uh, fellow, it's Nicole George, and uh, she um, she 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 gave cla- she gave classes of comics before she 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 was a or she still is maybe a teacher of comics. So maybe maybe she'll be more teaching there. You you are like invited to. To I, I guess if you want to teach workshop classes, it's it would be easy to do it. Like uh, if the t- if the school agree or something like that. Yeah, it's a free. Uh, you can do what you want. What you <laughs> want. <laughs> but it was a it was a pretty tremendous experience. Mm-hmm. Um, now, in the process of the book, uh, you stop doing it. Uh, you stop journaling, and I'm really curious of how that happened um it seems just very sudden in a way um yeah but i never thought of it so much um i was doing the children book so maybe i was just like busy with the children book also it stopped at a point where i become really really depressed that the not so much the 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 worst part of the depression but the more the part where i became conscious conscious about why I was depressed and then it became too complicated to to explain that I felt it was also too heavy to put online and to put on my book and also too complicated to try to resume the things and um, yeah so (laughs) I just thought also because I like I realized like some people would know too much about like the it's kind of really I didn't sort of it to be dangerous like to put your like through feeling open to everyone but yeah I don't know I was <laughs> I was rereading it at a point and discovered that people can use all my um, faiblesse how do you say it? like weakness weaknesses like people can see my weaknesses and if I'm if I'm aware of them, like I am now, it's okay. Like I'm like, oh, they are using my weakness. That's okay. But I was not like 
I was not conscious of anything when I was doing it. So <laughs> it's I'm I'm quite mysterious right now, but I discovered like uh, yeah weird things happening in my life connected to my journal, and I was oh maybe that's why people normally don't tell so much about themselves like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a learning process. Yeah, yeah. Well, I I learned a lot about doing the journal also. I think I needed to stop the journal to start to to go more deep also in what was happening in my brain. So the journal was a, a door to enter that and then, oh. <laughs> <laughs> to be able to work on other work. Yeah, also, also maybe to be able after to um, put everything but in a fiction or to, uh, yeah, or to give up like uh, the need of uh, um, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It, it's probably a step for other, for other work. I'm, I'm not sure I can explain it, but it's interesting how like when folks that kind of difference between doing like honest autobio work um, can be so like uh, exposing, but when people put so much of themselves into characters and fiction, you kind of have this mask to hide behind. Yeah, but I know that I did that. I know that every book of fiction that I'm reading from people are 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 about them actually. <laughs> but but I'm not sure the because I didn't knew it before. I'm not sure the everyone is so aware of that. But <laughs> <laughs> it's it's interesting when you get into kind of understanding someone and then looking at their work and seeing how that work like that character that you think is them isn't actually them it's the best friend or something and you're like yeah that's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um now you're doing a book for drawing quarterly now and that's coming out next year or something yeah <laughs> 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 I, I'm, I'm, yeah i don't know exactly when i'm still working on it um uh, so you want to know the story or what is it about you could tell us a bit about it if you can uh, it's um, a girl who is uh, electro-sensible. Uh, that means that she can feel the electromagnetic waves of uh, the cellular phone or the uh, Wi-Fi. Mm -hmm. um, and that, that's not science fiction. Well, at least some people say that they are like that. And um, they become sick. Uh, with the waves. So they have like big headaches and uh, like uh, ten, like the thing you hear in your ears. Tinnitus. Yeah, these kind of things, and they have to like my the girl I, I tell the story about. She discovers she has probably that. So at, at the moment she runs in the wood, but she's like, too much alone in the woods. So she tries to come back to the city, and then she goes working on farms. She tries to, uh, to find a way to uh, to live with that handicap. Uh, yeah. So that's um, about like adapt adaptation with an handicap uh, to the life and uh, not being able to to maybe uh, follow the life you deci you decided at first you would do uh, this kind of thing. It's also about the modernity, like uh, that sometimes you like the progress, technical progress, like. It seems good, but some for some people they don't like it, and it's it's not good. 
Um, and one of the other things you did recently is you did the uh, Right Awards, the the jury. How how was that experience? Oh, that was uh, that was that was fun. We we had a lot of fun <laughs> reading the book and meeting in Montreal. That was the first time that they did it in Montreal, and. Uh, it was it was nice. I it, it's a bit like doing a radio show. It's being critical about like the works and uh, what was hard is like uh, you have to pick a winner. But I really don't, I really don't like that. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, and prizes like uh, it's not even but it's not prizes with money. So it's just like distinction, but. Still, it's 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 hard to to choose a winner. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for taking the time to talk to me today, Julie. Uh, Ooh, for uh, the interview, I or, hope my English was not too. Uh, no, it was it was great. Um, a reminder, folks: Julie's book is Journal from uh, Koyama Press, and another book. What was what's the name of your uh, drawn and quarterly book, or does it have a title yet? Uh, it's uh, everywhere antennas, I think. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and that'll be out one day in the future. <laughs> uh, probably in 2014, if there everything go. goes fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much, Julie. Thank you. times yourself I wish everybody knew what's so great about you oh but your love is such a swamp you don't think before you jump and I said I wouldn't get sucked in I this is the last time
thoughts out of me Jenny, I'm seeing double 